Welcome to the Hospitality Podcast, brought to you by MarketScale. I'm your host, Elmer Guardado. With the number of American households making donations going up to 60% in 2017, Mirage Patel, founder of Harness, joins us today to talk about empowering donors, streamlining the donation process, and encouraging transparency and communication when it comes to the whole process. How you doing, Mirage? Doing all right, Omer. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. So uh, why don't we just start a uh, ground level and have you tell me a little bit about Harness and, and kind of what your day-to-day looks like as a founder? Yeah, absolutely. Um, since starting Harness uh, in January of 2016, it's been quite the entrepreneurial ride, um, you know, just wearing many different hats. Obviously, when you're first starting out, it's all about market research and really trying to figure out if this bright idea, I'm using air quotes here, has any legs and, and um, you know, possible traction within the market. So in you know, the first several months of Harness, it was all about um, talking to leading experts, nonprofits, as well as their teams. Um, I think that was very important for us because you know, a product like ours uh, can be signed off very easily from a board or an executive director level, but it's really the implementation team that that uh, has complete control ownership over the product. So, um, you know, we set out with a very simple mission to making, making donations and donating accessible to mass market, right? So the, the thing we saw in the industry was that donations as a whole and, and annual giving plans as a whole they're very focused on raising from the top donors. Um, so a lot of uh, organizations we spoke to had a very similar uh, annual giving plan and approach. It was all event-driven. Let's do three to four um, annual events, invite all of our top donors, schmooze and booze them, and hopefully a few of them write a big check. And that will be the foundation of our, our annual budget. And then for everybody else, the 95% supporters that never make that uh, that event, you know, we typically do and see different one-time asks, one-off asks, whether it be direct mail or or um, uh, social media solicitations or um, email campaigns. It's all very one-time, rinse, wash, repeat, and hopefully a few of those folks write a check and we'll solicit them again next year. And so, you know, early on, that was what it was about: is really figuring out how these organizations fundraise, and then. Um, developing the product and, and now it's all really about sales and, and, and pivoting and learning from the customer and, and you know, refining the product to, to really fit their needs. So what in, in a marketing sense, how do you what's your elevator pitch for Harness? Sure. Uh, so Harness is or has brought connected giving to the market. So connected giving is a, a very simple approach. Um, it's a two part commitment, one from the donor, uh, link any credited debit card. We work with over 18,000 different financial institutions. And from the very next purchase you make as a donor, anywhere, we'll round it up and donate the change back to your organization. So it works anywhere and everywhere. You just link up the card and passively as you go around day-to-day purchases, um, we're actively rounding up in the background and donating the change back to your organization. The second part is really from the organization standpoint to the donor. Um, now that Omer, you're giving in this way, uh, your small painless change donations it adds up quite fast and we want to you know we've created a way for the organization to really show that transparent feedback on what those dollars and um, donations are really doing to move the needle and and move the organization forward cool cool yeah i like that idea of making sure that that's being communicated on the on the second half uh so how did you how did you get involved in this industry 
what got you here? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I actually have another co-founder. Uh, my co-founder and I were fraternity brothers, um, both in business school at the University of Florida, and we really saw an opportunity, you know, in, in, in business school and entrepreneurial school, um, they really talk to you about solving a pain point that you yourself faced. You know, that's kind of a, a starting base for, you know, developing a concept and really hopefully taking that concept and solving a real life issue. And so one of the things that we realized that we do every single day, pretty much um, through student clubs, student activities, school itself, um, through our entire schooling career was raising money, right? So um, knocking on door to door in, in kindergarten, selling wrapping paper to candy bars in middle school for the field trip to washing cars in high school for the club soccer or club basketball team. And then all the way to um, throwing parties in, in college for our fraternity to raise funds for our philanthropy. We had been raising money uh, our entire life. And we realized that it's quite a tedious and painful process. And at the end of the day, the 80-20 rule, we like to call it the 90-10 rule now, applies where 90% of the efforts, the time commitments, the actual funds raised um, were directly due to 10% of you know participation from the club or the fraternity or the classroom. And we realized that there is an opportunity here to really figure out a way to uh, motivate and activate that mass market of donor to start giving so that some of those objections and whatever the concerns are, time concerns, or, hey, I can't write a big check, all those kinds of things are alleviated through whatever product we built. That was kind of the basis of, of how we conceptualized and started really looking into what harness could be at first and what it could grow into be. Cool. So what, what keeps you kind of going? What, what's it, what inspires you about what you're doing at harness? I just think it's, it comes down to the, the organizations that we work with. Um, we've had the, the pleasure of meeting, you know, some really quality, passionate folks, whether it's, you know, leaders of the Ronald McDonald houses of 20 of which around the U S we work with now, or um, Habitat for Humanity, the Boys and Girls Clubs, the different university stakeholders. Um, we, we do higher education as well. It's really um, what inspires us is how much you know passion that these folks show towards their organizations and the the causes that they support. You know, we're in the for-profit world where our mission is to you know maximize every dollar and returns for stakeholders at large. And in many ways, quite frankly, the nonprofit is. It's kind of exactly opposite. It's it's maximizing the dollar for, um, well, I, I guess it actually is, is pretty similar where it's maximizing the dollar for the folks they serve or the, the causes that they support. So I think it just comes down to really, you know, the energy that they give in and out day to day. Um, the food banks, we work with a bunch of banks. They're in there you know, sometimes three or four in the morning every single day um, packing meals and packing trucks so that the community is fed day in and day out, weekends, holidays, full gamut. And so if they can do that, we should be able to to do everything in our power to support them in, in achieving their mission. Right, right. So yeah, in the in kind of building off of that a little bit, what are some of the the trends I guess you've seen within the industry, at least within the the last year, you know? I know you've been you said twenty sixteen is when you guys started, right? Yep. Twenty sixteen. Have have you noticed any like emerging trends even since then? Any changes that you've had to adapt to? Yeah, so I think uh, this kind of um, pain point that we discovered of 
know, or, or the inefficient way of, of raising money based on an event-driven approach has really started to come to the forefront of change that a lot of these nonprofit boards and leaders and community at large are are trying to uh, deviate away from. So, you know, event-driven approach has a lot of pros as well as, as, as the cons that I mentioned of it's all one time and you only solicit the top five to 10 percent of your CRM of supporters. Um, but again, there are, you know, they are easier to, to throw. It's, it's easier to market and, and throw off one big event soliciting your, your, your top target market of your big givers. However, a lot of trends are, are changing in the industry and it's all coming really, in our opinion, from the for profit space, right? So you talk about recurring revenues and predictable revenue and customer acquisition costs and retention. And, and there's a lot of, of folks at the board level and the leadership level that are very cognizant of some of these KPIs that, that for-profit companies um, really look and, and try to adhere to and move the needle on and bring that to the nonprofit space, right? So I'll give you a, a, a quick example. Um, about 20 years ago, um, you know, the 90s and early 2000s, if you wanted to support an organization, you cut a check, you write a check. If you want to support us, give us $100. And, uh, you know, that'll be your contribution for the year. And over the last 10 years or so, that has slowly been changing to, hey, don't give us $100 today. Rather, give us $10 a month for the next year. Oh, wow, look at this. Now we actually have more people that have responded to this easier ask. And at the end of the 12-month year, we've actually raised 20% more than that $100 one-time check. And that's kind of the beauty of, of Roundups and our Roundup technology is it takes that ask and it puts it on steroids. Don't give us $100, give us $10 a month. Just keep us in mind every single day as you go along in your day-to-day -day purchases, um, giving in this painless manner. So I think those are the trends that we're seeing. Obviously, you know, um, a lot of folks are moving to mobile. All the interactions and, and consumers are, are mobile oriented. And so how can we make a giving experience you know, um, for those those stakeholders and those donors and supporters so that we're hitting them and soliciting them in the manner that they want to be solicited in right so um it's it's a it's a myriad of those as well as uh the transparency right and and there's a lot of research that's suggesting that donors are becoming more demanding um because of some of the uh, uh you know, expose uh, some of these organizations being exposed for misuse of funds and things like that. Donors now really want to know that their their dollar is really going towards good and and not just someone's bank account. Right. So, how what do you hope Harness uh, changes it within its users? Right. Like, what do you, how do you hope they um, kind of view supporting and, and do donating differently? Well, there's a lot of uh, data, um, especially from this previous year. Uh, all the stats just released uh, in the past week or two. Where, which suggests that giving is actually on the, on the rise in America. 60% of households um, gave in 2017, which um, is pretty crazy because the number of donations and people that donated actually outnumbered the, the voters in the last presidential election. Um, so donations and on a macro scale, this economy is, is just booming. And so what Harness is trying to do at a macro level is just take one of these most common transactions in the U.S. economy and make it a recurring payment. And the way we're doing that is, is um, we like to liken it to a subscription economy 
for nonprofits, right? So as a mass market donor, and, and I mean mass market where, you know, you're not writing the $10,000 check or the $25,000 check for the folks that just want to support a little bit um, and then show their support to the organizations that they believe in, we are creating a new way to adhere to that and, and put an end to slacktivism, right? That's that's what we're dubbing it. Um, and a few others have used that term where a lot of folks um, feel um, passionate about different causes. And, and right now it's, it's a very um, verbal based type of argument back and forth, be it on social media or, you know, in person and, and through debates. But we are really trying to give you an outlet and uh, being able to support that organization in a painless way and, and kind of just make it a part of your life, right? You, you pay for subscriptions for music services, you pay for subscriptions for streaming services and extra space in the cloud. And, and now you can even, you know, Cadillac came out with a subscription service. So why not in the midst of the subscription economy, carve out a small little piece of that for the organization that, that you love and, and care about. Right. So here, I'll leave you, I'll leave you with this last question as you know, harness, uh, making changes and attacking these symptoms very directly. What do you, what do you hope to see in the future or what do you hope to not see, I guess, like trend wise or, or I guess in the, in the context of what harness is doing? Well, again, we, we have a, a belief that everyone has those, you know, one, two or three organizations that they truly care about, be it a, a charity or cause-based organization, their alma mater and, and maybe a faith-based group. And giving to those people should not be um, a tedious process. It should just be second nature. I mean, you already support these folks. Um, you know, your alma mater, you're rooting for them on, on, the, on the sports field or you're rooting for them when, you know, they're, uh, they, they produce, you know, a different research breakers and things like that. And, and you really want to stand by the organizations you support. So, um, that's what we're we're hoping to achieve is 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 create a transparent giving experience for donors um, to really serve and and show support to their causes in a passive manner uh, and and just make it as second nature as everything else we've taken for granted these days right um, whether I watch Netflix this month or not I'm still gonna pay for that month of Netflix I'm not gonna you know unsubscribe because I just want to make sure it's always there for me. Well, in a similar manner, why can't I just subscribe to an organization I truly care about day in and day out right. without having to feel like it's a transactional experience? Go from a transactional experience to a, a relationship-based experience. Right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Like, This is genuinely uh, exciting, and I, and I think it's really cool to see uh, the, the transparency and the communication being you know, at the forefront of, of your goal here. Thanks, man. Thanks, Omer. I really appreciate you taking the time to dive a little bit deeper into what we're doing. I appreciate your time. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. If you'd like to find out more or listen to previous episodes, you can go to marketscale.com slash industries and subscribe to articles, podcasts, and video content for your favorite industries. I'm your host, Elmer Guardado. Have a good day.